Hello, hello, hello. Today's February 16th, 2022. The title of today's podcast is The Next Level of You. Beginning now. There is some controversy as to what is an awakening or an enlightenment. Everyone has their own opinions based on either personal experience, books, and or groupthink ideology. The funny thing about groups is that they tend to mob together in unified cynicism toward any radical idea outside of established group consensus. Ironically, science has proven that the individuals within a group will be more competent than the aggregate of the group itself. This does not take into account S-tier individuals whose competency will always far exceed anyone who chooses to subjugate their individuality in favor of a group identity. Naturally, then, this topic is quite controversial. There are those that consider it impossible to be in a permanent state of bliss and love. Some people think that even these experiences should be sacrificed in favor of an impersonal one. There is a verifiably easy way to settle this dispute. What it comes down to is power. Equanimity of mind, steadfast and free from external cause and effect, can prove the validity of your metaphysical conclusion. If the refusal to self-identify in the singular is a superior stance, then you should be like a rock in the midst of a stormy sea, resolute in your experience and free from the mundane ups and downs perpetrated upon you by your environment. If, however, you still are easily triggered, then the objective position would be to retain an open mind to the possibility that your assumptions on the nature of consciousness are incomplete. There are nuances and layers. The spark of the ultimate is within us, and that is deathless. However, that is the deepest core, not the superficial layers that do, that do have beginnings and endings. The fact is that most people identify with a superficial version of themselves. They have forgotten their deeper undercover identity. Because of this, many have concluded that they are insignificant and inconsequential in comparison to the vastness of the universe. When the idea is followed to its natural conclusion, it can cause one to absolve themselves from any sense of responsibility for their actions as a consequence of this inescapable cause and effect. In fact, it becomes easy to blame your environment for all of your problems. This in turn forms a justification to engage in any activity that can give you some semblance of happiness and enjoyment. For if you were to regard perpetual bliss as an inherent potential accessible to you by not experiencing it, then you can have only yourself to blame. Diversity is a beautiful experience. Conformity happens when there are attempts to make everyone think the same. The paradox of the ultimate philosophy is that, whereas other ideologies are about conforming personal identity to an impersonal collective, the ultimate philosophy treasures the uniqueness of the individual and affirms of its existence. The reason for this is because the ultimate is a singularity. In fact, 
it is the ultimate unique individual. The ultimate does not consider itself irreplaceable, as the more we attune to the ultimate, the more irreplaceable we ourselves feel. Thus concludes the written portion, at least the first written portion of this podcast. So let's just dive into that, shall we? So first of all, we recognize that the potential for everyone is complete enlightenment. And then you have to ask yourself, well, you can hold that idea, that position, that enlightenment is for everyone. But the individuals themselves, if they don't regard it as something that is possible, then how is it that they can achieve these aims? And this is what is beautiful about diversity because everyone has their own unique path. And maybe for them right now, they are just exactly in the place that they need to be. I know how social our life has become these days that to go on independently and solitarily on your own journey and not including your closest friends and your relationships with family can be a tough thing to do, a tough, tough concept to break free of. But not everybody is receptive to getting to that next level as of yet. Of course, over time, this is going to change. But the point is, is that you should never let anyone in your environment hold you back and never let anyone have the power to define you. Only you can define yourself. And that is part of the evil about group identity. When you hand over control of your life to a group level consciousness, they're never going to have your best interests at heart. And why is that? Well, first of all, the group does not have a heart. It's composed of many hearts, many individuals. And the more each individual is attuned to their individual identity, can they experience their own heart? When individuals instead subject themselves to a group identity, they're becoming more distant from their own heart. But let's face it, in this modern day and age, people need proof. They need proof that your ideas work, that how you live your life is empowering to you. And the best power, the best way to demonstrate that power is steadfastness in your own resoluteness, to be stubborn in your own individuality and not let any outside influence shake you to your core, or at least if you are shaken to your core, to take advantage of that and become that core, because that inner core is beyond external superficial conceptions of who you are, but is instead coming from a limitless place of abundance and ultimate power. It is very interesting to look around at people and to see everyone absorbed in their individual identities, which is in fact a superficial understanding of their inner nature. But what are you going to do? Walk up to someone and say, hey, you're not who you think you are. 
you are much more than that. Well, they would look at you like you're a crazy nutcase. And that's just the fact. But when you know that you have this secret in your heart, you have a secret that can unlock an ultimate power in each individual, something that they've been longing for their entire lives and yet are unaware that that is what they want. They may feel that something is missing in their life and not know what that is. And from that point in time, they can decide two paths. One is to say, well, I see myself as limited, so I am like nothing. I'm just insignificant. And the other perspective is to say, I don't know what I am. It's unknown. And one thing about the unknown is that it's full of potential and possibilities and it is limitless, no matter how old you are or how young you are, that unlimited potential still exists within you. I was asked recently online to give a brief summary of what it is that I'm about and what this philosophy is about. And so I want to take this moment right now to read this and then go into more depth. Let's begin. The idea here is that you don't need a guru and that there is a force of higher intelligence that people can prepare their minds to receive by removing self-limiting beliefs and by having the intent to discover their deeper identity for themselves, independent from any worldly influence. First of all, the mind should be befriended, not scapegoated and villainized as some kind of ego. And secondly, all people's conception of ego is, is your mind constrained by self-limiting beliefs. When you remove those limitations, your mind is not some kind of bad ego anymore. The mind is a wonderful tool. Self-limiting beliefs are the enemy, not ego. And that concludes what I just wrote. And so basically, just to summarize again, all this is about is removing what limits you. And who determines what limits you? Well, you do, of course. And through your connection with a higher power, that you can have a personal relationship with and can guide you to becoming the best version of yourself. People ask me, well, what is the best version? I mean, what even is best? And to answer that, it's very simple. There are billions of people on this planet and each person has a different definition of what best means. And the best definition of the word best is the definition that you choose to apply in your own life. And when you collect all of these definitions of what is best, and let's say you aggregate it into some kind of overall concept of this bestness, then you are starting to point your finger at a higher power. Because the whole is greater 
than the sum of its parts. No matter how grandiose your idea of what best is, the divine will always exceed that definition. And this is a very comforting thought because when you think about it, when you think in terms of leader, you can think of, well, what's a best leader? Is a best leader a tyrant? Is a best leader someone who likes to lord it over others and tell them what to do? No. What are the best leaders? Well, the inspirational leaders are the leaders that see the best in everyone. By seeing the best in everyone, what happens? The person who you are seeing the best in, they become inspired because then they start to have more confidence that they are even better than even their own previous conceptions about themselves. So let's take that same concept and apply it to the ultimate leader, which is the ultimate itself, the absolute, the higher power, God, whatever definition you have for it. This higher power also sees the best in us and sees the best in each of us and all of us. The closer we become to this higher power, this ultimate truth, the better version of ourself emerges. Because this higher power sees us for who we truly are, the more our relationship with this higher power intensifies, the more intense the excellence that is within you comes out and asserts itself. And that is the good news. I know that there is some controversy about the idea of cults and cult followings and all of that, but this is the opposite. This higher power is the opposite of a cult leader. It's not trying to get you to conform to any specific ideas about yourself, but allows you to blossom into your own potential. And this potential is free of any constraints. In fact, it is unknown how great the heights of potential and possibility can exist and what we can blossom into. There can be superpowers and miraculous events and magic and all kinds of phenomena that may have existed prior only in past movies like X-Men and Harry Potter. But where do these ideas of movies come from? They come from the human imagination and it can be argued that the best of the human imagination comes from the ultimate, the highest truth, and it trickles down and reaches humanity. There's an old saying, what you can believe you can achieve. I think Zig Ziglar said that. I would alter it slightly and suggest what you can conceive of, you can achieve. You don't need to believe, but just the conception of it, just the seed of the idea, 
you can water that, you can fertilize that and have it sprout and grow and blossom within you. It's only by having a receptive, adaptive and fluid mind to the possibilities that you can tap into a higher power. In the Bible, as I mentioned before, it says we are we should be like children to enter the kingdom of heaven. And all that means is to retain that childlike spontaneity, that sense of relentless optimism, the sense of wonder and awe of nature and your environment around you. Because that is the ideal experience to have. Who wants to be bored and morose when you can feel inspired and loved? As for me, what I am about is about building community. And the ultimate thing about this community is that we are all superstars. There is no hierarchy. And if there was such a hierarchy, the ones at the top are the ones that are the most self-sacrificing and in the service of others because they recognize that each individual is also a divine embodiment that the best in each of us is in all of us the best that's in me is the best that's in you if there's something inspiring about me then you know that that same potentiality is also in you we are only mirrors for each other and that's why we have a slack community that's growing which you can access at divinity.com there's also a reddit sub called the ultimate that you are free to participate in i make myself available there if you want some one-on-one -on -one and question answer completely free of charge this is not a money-making venture this is about maximizing the impact to the individual empowering the individual empowering you to be the ultimate version of yourself this is about peak performance because ultimately, there is no peak performer that is greater than God itself. The best of everything is what this higher power is about, this source, this ultimate. And maybe it sounds like I'm preaching, but my point is not to preach. It's just that I'm so enthusiastic about this positive message impacting the world as much as possible because the more love that is awakened in everyone the more people are inspired everywhere the more earth becomes a heaven a paradise an exciting and wonderful place to live there's no reason why people should value their dog and cat more than a stranger on the street that is how far we've come how far we've fallen as a society to not recognize that everyone is excellent regardless of color regardless of sex regardless of religion everybody has that spark of unlimitlessness this is amabota signing off until next time you have a wonderful life